0: Entrepreneur on Fire, 1,033. It's better to have regrets than to never know what might have been. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Ready to rock your own podcast? Text podcast course to 33444 that's podcast course all one word no spaces to 33444 and you'll be rocking our free 15-day podcast course in no time flat ignite Your branding is the face of your business. Make a great impression with creative professional designs from 99designs. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 upgrade free. Wish you had an extra hand when it comes to growing your business? Today you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, ZipRecruiter.com. Fire Nation, the countdown has commenced. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Darren Darnborough. Darren, are you prepared to ignite?
1: absolutely john yes
0: darren was born in london uk now lives in la and is an entrepreneur filmmaker and self-confessed neophile as an entrepreneur he started multiple companies including stuckforstaff.com and we rehearse darren take a minute fill in some blanks for that intro and give us just a little glimpse into your personal life
1: Yes, John. Um Well, I was born in North London in England, um, had a pretty uh, regular upbringing, you know, went to school, did some odd jobs. Um, and around the age of 16, I started to become a professional actor um, and did a few commercials, a few small roles on TV. And I realized that was something I wanted to go into uh, a little more later in my life. And you do it as a career. Uh, but it's a difficult profession that often requires a lot of odd jobs you know, to keep yourself afloat and to make money in the meantime. And I never really liked doing those. So that's what sort of led me to entrepreneurship and starting my own businesses as sort of a way to supplement the uh, income and the opportunities from acting. And uh, now I equally love the film industry and entrepreneurship in the same capacities and have been doing that ever since. Uh, and in 2006, I, I decided to move to Los Angeles, uh, where I feel like everything happens <laughs> in both of, the, both of those areas a lot a lot faster and a lot more exciting and it's not a bad place to live. And that's where I've been. Uh, I live here with my girlfriend in Hollywood, right bang in the center. And we have a great life.
0: Well, you're going to have a lot of practice at this next question because LA, this is what they're all about. Networking parties and then people walking up to you and saying, what do you do? So in 10 seconds, Darren, how do you respond to those questions?
1: Here's an interesting one, John. I actually really dislike the forced networking parties. <laughs> Whoa. I, I just like going out and making friends and make, uh, and making contacts with people, uh, in, a, in an organic way. And here's the thing, because I wear many hats, what I usually do is throw that co- question back at the person and ask them what they do. Ooh. Um, Or or something about their day that's not even relevant to what they do. So I can find out a little about them and then I can best tailor my answer to what might interest them or be helpful to them because I could end up talking about something that just gets a blank look otherwise.
0: Okay. I'm a business podcaster that interviews today's most successful and inspiring entrepreneurs. That's what you do. Yes. So that was my answer to your question of what I do.
1: Right. So I would say, well, that's great, John. I start a few businesses and I'd love to be on your podcast. And I think that's probably how this happened.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So true. And you know what this dovetails perfectly into, Darren, is I'm going to be honest with you, Fire Nation. I have a confession to make. I had no idea what a neophile was. I didn't even know how to pronounce it. So like the good little host that I am, I Googled it and I went to the Urban Dictionary or just the dictionary page, whatever it was, and clicked on the little play button so I could hear how to pronounce it. So I I am pronouncing it right. It's neophile, not neophile. And that's pretty cool. And then number two, I read the definition, which is a personality type characterized by a strong affinity for novelty. Now, I ain't too proud to, to try to pretend here, Fire Nation. Didn't really know what novelty meant. So I just Google novelty. And novelty is the quality of being new, Original or unusual, and how perfectly does that dovetail, Darren? Because I had no idea where you were going to answer to that networking question, but that was a new, original, and unusual answer, my friend.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> so, we are going to dive into the meat and potatoes of this interview, and that's your your origin story. I mean, you gave us a little rundown about you know who you are, what's going on, LA, etc. But how did you? come to do what you're currently doing tell us that transition story from what you used to do to what you're doing right now
1: well it's probably around the, the time when i left school really i was always doing little odd jobs but i had an entrepreneurial spirit even when i was younger and did my newspaper round i would hire other kids in the neighborhood to help me so it was it was um always in my in my kind of being i guess um and like I said, when I started to act on on TV and do small jobs here and there, I was always looking about scalability. I remember at one point I thought I'd be a graphic designer because that would be something that I could do on my own schedule so I could keep myself available for, for this last minute film industry. Um, and as time went on, I looked at a lot of friends of mine. Uh, I made friends with people that were starting businesses that, that did have this, this flexible income and flexible time and and this scalable opportunity and i i guess i got envious of it and i started to actually deliberately try and find ways to go into business and as i found out and you probably have found out in your career that doesn't actually work you need mm. to be inspired by something and it's almost when i stopped thinking about it then uh the inspiration of probably the best biggest thing i've done to date hit which was stuck for staff when i was doing a you know, random promotional job. And I had the idea for that business. Um, but before that, I had an, another exhibition idea that I was working on with the Ells Court in London, the big venue there. I ran networking parties for actors and filmmakers. So I always had different entrepreneurial endeavors. Um, my childhood hero was a cartoon character called Mr. Ben, mm. who who used to walk into a costume shop on his way to his boring job, put put on a costume, and that's what he would be for the day. <laughs> And I remember I always thought, that's what I want to do. I want to do something different every day.
0: I love that. And what I really want Fire Nation to take away from this is your story can grow and can build into what you become. Every piece of your past can also become a part of your future. And and I see that every single time coming true in my life. And it's so obvious it's come true in Darren's life. But Darren, let's get down to brass tacks because we are entrepreneurs. We're looking to make revenue, brother. How do you generate revenue today?
1: Okay, so I actually have a few different streams and I'm all about creating multiple streams of income, even within a business or separately from that. So currently um, I get residuals and fees from any work I do in film and acting. Our website business is uh, either a subscription-based model or a commission-based model. So with, with Stuck for Staff, we take subscriptions from our members. Which I know is something that's something you're quite passionate oh, about. Yeah. Subscription models. Um, I started that back in 2002 when the subscription model wasn't really a thing, so it's quite a hard journey that one. Um, and then our new website, we rehearse, we take a, a percentage of of what the people through our system earn. So that's more of a a commission based um, fee. And then when I do other business deals, I tend to take referral commissions or or a commission on a deal. And then I'm always one of those people always open to new ideas of, of generating revenue because I feel like if you can really harness different streams and you know when to stop and, and to not concentrate on them, then it's great to have multiple streams, uh, the same way as you would do different asset allocation for your investments.
0: I love your word, diversify. You started there. Fire Nation, you've heard me say it before. It's so important that we have those multiple streams of income, and one of those being a little MRR, monthly recurring revenue. It's awesome to have as an entrepreneur, because then you can plan out. You can say, you know what? I know I'm going to make X next month, so guess what? I can afford X in marketing, in Facebook advertising, whatever that might be. Really awesome and important stuff. Now, Darren, again, we're not going to mess around, brother, because I want to get out of you the juice that's really going to get Fire Nation rolling down the hill. So take us to what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment. Take us down to the ground level and tell us that story. I want to be there with you during this devastating point in your life.
1: It's probably a couple of years after I moved to Los Angeles. I wouldn't say it was devastating, but it's definitely very frustrating and a lot of lessons were learned. I came to LA and I met a guy in the restaurant business that was amazed at the the business we'd created called Stuck for Staff, which if your listeners don't know what it is, it's a, a promotional models and exhibition staffing website where people that do that kind of work can go on and find work in that industry for oh, cool. all the different brands that do different brand promotions around the world. And this restaurateur said to me, this is such a great system. Why don't we have this for the restaurant industry? It's, it's really, really necessary uh, because we have the same challenges. We're always short staffed. People need to replacing in, in like short notice. And he, you know, wanted to go into a business and we ended up saying, well, sure, we'll, we'll take this website that we've built and we will repurpose it for the restaurant industry, which you know all about. And I probably spent a good year and a half working on that with him and my team back home, my, my co-founder. And we repurposed the whole website for this industry that he knew about, but we didn't. We'd never worked in it ourself. Um And after a very sort of expensive and complicated repurposing, we launched the site uh, only to have him not really do the work he agreed to do mm. as as a co-founder. And when we pulled him up on his agreement, decided he it wasn't for him and he wanted to go back in the kitchen um and what I learned from that was that we were only doing it for the increased revenue I had no passion for that industry I didn't want to solve their problems I didn't know the right people I was relying on this person that came to me saying why don't we do this and he needed to have the passion he needed to have the the connections um, and as a result that site has been dormant whilst the other one has been doing great because we just don't have the drive for it we don't know the right people and we we didn't want it to succeed in the same way as the first one did so the takeaway from that uh, is probably don't don't get involved in something unless you really believe that what you're doing is changing an industry for the better and you're behind that hundred percent because it will just be a time suck and the there's Other problem from that occurred about a year or two down the line when we started to receive some paperwork from the government about some forms that hadn't been filed with Delaware and the huge tax bill that we had no idea existed because our co-founder was supposed to be
0: dealing with that. So there are so many red flags, Fire Nation, that are coming up here. And for me, it goes back to the core with my favorite quote by Albert Einstein, Try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. And you know, Darren was chasing the money. He was chasing the success. He was chasing the increased revenue. And nine times out of ten, that is just not the way to go. Because, and this is so critical. This is this is a writer downer fire nation. When you say yes to something, you're saying no to everything else. So when Darren said yes to what they were doing and he was starting to use his bandwidth, his employees' bandwidth, other bandwidth, he was saying no to all these other things that he could have been doing that, guess what, he was actually excited about that had a chance for success. So beyond everything else that happened negatively, he had that sunk cost in there that was not allowing him to say yes to what he really wanted to be saying yes to because he had to say no to everything else when he said yes to this one doomed venture. So... Thank you for sharing your clear lesson, Darren. That's my clear lesson. And let's shift. This is going to be an aha moment, an epiphany, a light bulb for you that went on at some point. And again, take us down to the ground level. I really want to be there with you when you have this idea, when it just pops into your mind. What was that aha moment and what steps you take to turn that idea into success?
1: Okay, John, I'm, I'm going to go back to the start of Stuck for Staff again, because that was probably my first real successful business um, that we can talk about. It was 2002. As I said, I was doing little bits of acting work here and there, and I was supplementing that income in England by doing promotional work, which was going around to different you know, locations, promoting a product on behalf of a brand for a small amount of time. And me and my business partner in Stuck for Staff now, he was just another employee of this company at the time, were doing a very boring and unfulfilling promotion for a noodle company. <laughs> mm. And we were promoting these noodles in supermarket car parks around, around the country. And we'd been to a seaside town in England, had a bit of a heavy Saturday night out. And we woke up w- with that feeling of ah, we have to go and set this stand up and do all this work. And the agency that employed us text us in that morning once again saying, oh, the local staff that you that were supposed to be working with you today haven't showed up or they've called in sick. So it's just you two guys today. And we we'd had six weeks of this and we we were just at the end of our tether. We were both a little hungover and. We just said, look, we're not <laughs> we're not doing five people's work today. You need to get someone here. Uh, or you can pay us five people's money. Right. But if we're going to pick up five people's work, we want five people's money. They said, no, that's not possible. It's Sunday. We can't get anyone in here. We're not in the office. So I said, fine, you know what? I'm going to get you somebody. And I sent uh, a couple of texts to a few people I knew that were looking for work at the time. And I said, get yourself on a train, earn a couple of hundred bucks. Uh, by the time you'll be here, there won't be much time left anyway. And they they came and they arrived. And as we went on our lunch break, I said to the guy I was working with, Charlie, how is it that the companies that's paid to do this job, to get staff here, couldn't do it? Yet I could with my cell phone in a in a supermarket parking lot in the middle of nowhere. And it boiled down to the fact that I knew somebody that was free, available to work and willing to work because I just spoke to them that morning. They were my housemates. So I thought, well, what if the agency for wherever they were based could go onto a, a website? We didn't have apps at the time, but we could go onto a website and see the same information that I just knew. Mm. And I said to my, my friend, I said, "If there were, he said, is there a website out there like that? And I said, no, let's make one. And we went home that evening. We talked about it all day. We went home that evening and we did not go to bed until we had fleshed that idea out on pieces of paper in his kitchen, drinking cups of tea. Um, and going on from that, the very next week we met in a pub for, for, you know, five hours and we sat and worked out every page of that website. And then we set the ball rolling. We went to see a local lawyer. We went to find a, a local web de- developer, agreed to commit a few thousand dollars each. It was pounds back then because I was in England. Um, and away we went. We just, we learned by trial and error and just started the company in about I think about six weeks later, the the company was live.
0: Darren, I love every part of this because Fire Nation, let's call a spade a spade. Hopefully you're not one of them and it's unlikely you are because you're listening to this podcast, but so many human beings go through lives like zombies. I mean, they are just going just mechanically from task to task to task, their eyes aren't open, their minds aren't open. So when opportunity literally backslaps them in the face, they don't even see it. But you know, here's Darren. You know, he was a little hungover, tired, didn't really want to do the work. He didn't like the work. But you know, he had his eyes open enough at the time to see opportunity when it arose. And boom, stuck for staff was the result of that. And I'm guilty of this and I actually laugh to myself usually on a weekly basis because I moved back and I moved to San Diego in 2009. I can remember walking the bay here, the same bay that I walk every single day, listening to Andrew Warner and David Simon Garland interview entrepreneurs and just being like, man, I wish I could be like those guys, either Andrew and David or their guests. Like, oh, they're so lucky. I remember saying that stuff to myself and it never occurred to me that I, number one, could be the guest or could even be the host. You know, I was going through life at that point like a zombie. So it's time to have your eyes fully wide open be ready and open to opportunities as they appear, and they will always appear. It doesn't mean to jump on the first one because it might not be the right one, but at least be open to these opportunities and strike when the iron's hot. That's my lesson. That's my takeaway, Darren. Just in a couple couple seconds, just one sentence, what's your biggest takeaway you want to make sure our listeners get from that aha moment?
1: Look for things that need solving and see if you can solve them.
0: Love it. One sentence, killer Knowledge bomb. So, we're going to jump into what I call the fire round and just take a couple seconds to answer these questions each, Darren. Number one being, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur?
1: My personal biggest weakness is discipline of time because I do multiple things and I try and schedule my time really well, but things always throw me a curveball. And a few of the things I do, especially the film industry, is always very last minute and can really knock you out of the park. So, (laughs) (laughs) disciplining my time.
0: What's your biggest strength?
1: My biggest strength as an entrepreneur is my connections and my ability to connect with people.
0: What is the one thing that has you most fired up right now?
1: Uh, in a professional sense, the one thing is, is game-changing. I love these new game-changing things like Uber or Jet Smarter, which is sort of an Uber for private jets, or, or Muse that have a, a brand new take on meditation using an app. Um and that's why I'm really excited about my current business we rehearse.com because we're bringing a complete game changing angle to actors rehearsals through video chat. That's that's the game changer there. Professionally what has me fired up and has done for years. Uh, sorry, personally what has me fired up and has done for years is travel. Love to travel.
0: Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And that's why I love listening to things about Peter by Peter Theo because he talks about why not just change the world like why shoot for for something small when you can just do an absolute game changer Airbnb, Uber, Lyft I mean it is it's out there people are doing it every day and Fire Nation we're about to enter the lightning round but before we do let's take a minute to thank our sponsors Ah, summertime. What could be better? How about some more free time thanks to the systems you put in place in your business? Or maybe more time to work on your business instead of in your business because you started growing your team. Sounds pretty great, right? So where do you start when it comes to hiring your team? How do you ensure you're finding quality candidates? With ZipRecruiter.com. Check this out. With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 100 plus job sites with a single click. Then all you have to do is sit back and watch brand new qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface from over 4 million resumes. And all this happens within 24 hours. ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses for good reason. And they're ready to help connect you with qualified candidates too. Today, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. One more time to try ZipRecruiter for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. If you're wondering how your small business can stand out in today's increasingly competitive marketplace, I've got one word for you, branding. While building a brand may be easier and more affordable than you imagined, it still does require some time and money. So why is it worth the effort? Because it allows you to stand out from all the rest of the businesses out there. When customers have several choices, branding helps them make a decision. Your brand should highlight your unique virtues and let customers know what they can expect from your small business. In a business climate where the internet, social media, and technology create a lot of static, it's crucial to develop a clear brand voice to cut through the noise. Whether you need a logo to launch your brands, a t-shirt to show it off, or a website to bring it online, 99designs is a great place for you to build your brands. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 upgrade of services free. Darren, are you prepared for the lightning rounds?
1: I am. Let's go.
0: What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Originally, a lack of idea. I would sit around trying to think of ideas, and then when I stopped thinking of ideas, some
0: came to me. What is the best advice you've ever received? A quote
1: that I saw when I was about 16 said, um, it's better to have regrets than to never know what might have been. Mm. And I love that because it it really helps you just do things. Um, piece of advice was from Richard Branson. Personally to me, I asked him, when is a good time to stop doing a, a business since you do so many things? And he simply said, when it stops being fun.
0: Wow. What's a personal habit that you believe contributes to your success?
1: Learning, listening to podcasts, going to seminars, reading books.
0: Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? I love CamScanner.
1: It's really simple, but I use it every day and it really helps me keep on top of my files. It's an app that just allows you to take a photo and it really, uh, it, it refines the picture into a scan for your for your hard drive.
0: I just used it this morning. I got some mail from uh, my tax peeps and I just took a couple pictures of it, emailed it over to my accountant. It's all stored in the files. I love that app.
1: It's great, yeah.
0: If you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be and why?
1: It would be Losing My Virginity by Sir Richard Branson. Uh, It's his biography of his entrepreneurial journey and the reason why is I read that when I was a youngster um, and it was one of those stories that showed me the actual steps that people take. There's, there's a lot of success books out there where people start talking about how they're already successful, but I loved seeing the journey in this. And it was really, really inspiring to see that the different angles he took and all the different, different goes that he had at different businesses and how they started and failed and, and morphed into these amazing companies and also a lot of failures that is you know, embezzled with this popular culture that you know.
0: Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So I teamed up with audiobooks. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Darren, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter is taken care of, But all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: Uh, Well, the first thing I would do, which is what I did, is Google the word doozy. Because like you Googled (laughs) "neophyte," I had no idea what that meant. (sighs) Um, But no, the key word in what you said there was that I knew no one. So what I would focus on is getting to know people. Yeah. Because every opportunity that comes through my life is about people, It's through people I know or to do with people I know or how I can help them or how they can help me. So, um, I would sit down with my laptop. I would create social profiles. I'd look around for any events that interested me and live events, I mean, and I'd go along to them, to seminars, to meetups, to, to parties, whatever I could find that had some sort of interest for me. Um, I would not get business cards. I wouldn't spend money on that because I would go there, meet people, and I would take their business card because I'm way better at following up than most people. So I sometimes think if you hand them a business card, it, the the transaction can be done that way. And then I would be f- focused on finding out what people do, what what would help them and they'd get inspired by the people around me. And at the end of that week. I would use that $500 or as little of it as possible I could to throw a party and invite all those people. And I think the next week would take care of itself.
0: Wow. Darren, let's end today how we started on fire. With you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: It's better to have regrets than to never know what might have been. So if you're thinking of trying something or you're thinking of doing something, don't have the fear. Just get on and do it. Even if it goes wrong, you uh, the alternative is you just didn't know what would have happened otherwise. And that will probably eat you up. Um, and how you can connect with me uh, through my current company, we rehearse.com. I have a profile on there, but also I'm the founder. So you can connect me through that company. Uh, or you can go to my personal website, which is Darren dot co dot UK. And that lists all of my different endeavors on there. Um, uh, I'm on Twitter and Facebook as well, so just look up Darren Darnborough on those.
0: Well, Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with Darren D or as I say D squared and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com, just type Darren in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up, and it'll have everything we talked about today. I mean, just great stuff. And Darren, thank you for sharing your journey today with Fire Nation. For that, my friends, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on Entrepreneur on Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, as well as killer resources, gifts, and so much more. The Fire Nation newsletter is the bomb. And to get on it, All you need to do is text EOFIRE to 33444 and get inside My Head Weekly. Have an inspired day and ignite.